There we go. I got it. It's working. It's magic. <laughs> Welcome to the Tuesday Night Podcast. It's a podcast all about the stories we make while playing the games we love. This is episode 131, and it's kind of the Mother's Day, post-Mother's Day episode, because Mother's Day was on Sunday, and this is Tuesday night, of course. I have with me a guest who just may be the funniest person since Helen Keller. <laughs> Uh, that's how I like to start this podcast. Oh, inappropriate question mark or inappropriate exclamation mark. <laughs> you be the judge. Who are you? I'm Nikki Schultz. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> I am the one. I'm a Board with Life contributor. We used to do web series, but that's in our past because we all had kids and got married and just don't have the time anymore. And now I am on Board With Life Adventures D&D podcast. You said you've all gotten married and all had children with one another. So that makes it sound yes. like a whole bunch of people getting together and just having a brood, just a spawning circle. <laughs> yeah, we all live in the same house and not really sure whose kids are who anymore. There's just babies. It's like the bonobo apes. Yeah, I just pick one up and nurse it every now and then. I don't know who it belongs to. Speaking of which, happy Mother's Day, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's been a great Mother's Day. I took my daughter to a museum for the first time this morning. And how old is your daughter? Well, I don't, I shouldn't say daughter because she's a dinosaur now and she's two and a half. <laughs> okay. She's been a dinosaur for about a month now. What does that mean? Does it mean that she's been fossilized or is it just that she has a dinosaur outfit that she likes to wear? It means that uh, she watches Dino Train all the time and she calls herself a T-Rex and she <laughs> roars. And she often tells me, I'm going to roar at that. And I say, okay. She likes to roar at squirrels and our cats. She roared at a pin today because she couldn't get the cap off of it. You know, she's a dinosaur. It's pretty cool. Let me guess. The museum you took her to, Natural History Museum. That's right. It's the Pro Museum in Dallas. It was our first time there, and I just went ahead and bought an annual pass before I even stepped foot into the building. I did it online, just knowing that they have dinosaur fossils. We're going to be there a lot. Well, did they have animatronic dinosaurs as well or no? No, but I did take her to Dinosaur World last month. Whoa, what the hell's Dinosaur World? Is this Jurassic Park? <laughs> I wish. No, no, I would never go to Jurassic Park. That's terrifying. Dinosaur World is located out of sight of Dinosaur Valley State Park, and that state park has like actual footprints from dinosaurs. And it's just really cool. You can go step in footprints of dinosaurs. Dinosaur World parked themselves next to the state park, and they have the robot dinosaurs. You just walk this trail and there are a whole bunch of like sculptures of dinosaurs. Do they set it up like a haunted house animatronic dinosaurs where the raptor <gasps> they... comes out to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, there are warnings that they're scary for small kids and she asked to leave after seeing a few. 
which I don't blame her. <laughs> like two and a half. It's kind of scary. I have to call you out on mistakes that I think you may be saying or lies, I should say. Okay. You said if there is an actual Jurassic Park, you would not go because it's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, have you not seen those movies? I have seen those movies. I've also seen some other fictitious movies about horrible things that happen. For instance, You're Next by Simon Barrett, where there's a whole bunch of people who sit down at a dinner table, but then everyone just starts getting murdered, arrows through the window. Does that mean you never want to eat dinner at a dinner table? I've never ate dinner at a dinner table. I eat in the closet. Because of that situation, it's not going to happen to me. But now that I've talked about that I'm in the closet, I'm going to find another spot to eat now that people know I eat in the closet. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Which reminds me, scary stuff. You do a podcast about ghosts, yes? Yes. I have recorded multiple episodes. You should know because I recorded you. They're all getting cleaned up. The first week of June is when I'm planning on starting to release them. And it's called Let's Find a Ghost. Let's Find a Ghost. Let's Find a Ghost. And I like interviewing people about ghosts and talking about ghosts. And I'm on one of the episodes that has yet to be released. Yeah, because you got to clean it up because I'm dirty. Yes, exactly. I mean, every other word out of your mouth was a curse word. And I just had to go and cut them all out. Took about 20 hours. And now it's too short of an episode to post. You just say the word ghost like three times. Right. It's weird. Episode's over. (laughs) Yeah. Let's stay on track. Sorry. Let's go back. You seriously wouldn't go if there was an actual park full of dinosaurs and they had all the safety measures in place. And let's suppose it normally costs so much money to see live dinosaurs, but you have tickets to go. You wouldn't go? No, not unless they equipped me with, like, a whole bunch of weapons to fight off a dinosaur. And, like, gave me, like, dinosaur spray. Do you go to the zoo? Yeah, but there's not, like... There's not carnivores at the zoo? No, there's never been, like, a massacre at the zoo, has there? Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you not know about the San Francisco tiger that got out? Oh, I do remember that. I do, And didn't it kill, like, two boys or something? Three. From my memory. And the fascinating aspect about that story is the three boys that were murdered were three boys that were harassing the tiger. I don't know how you harass a tiger, but they were saying things and maybe throwing things at it. I think you're right. So... I don't harass animals at the zoo. I wave to them and say hi. But just, you got to think about that. How amazing is it that the tiger was able to leap past the ditch, the moat, and go over the wall, and it had the opportunity to kill anyone it wanted to, but who did it kill? Those kids. (laughs) I mean, Yeah, I want to know. I mean, they must have pissed that tiger off. Yeah. You make a good point. So I'm just going to call the Dallas Zoo and cancel my membership tomorrow. Try to get my money back. I'm glad that we have some consistency here because that's what's important. (laughs) No, but I also, okay, here's the thing about the reboot of the dinosaurs. And I've gone on a little Twitter rant about this too. The grandkids from the original movie, how did they not stop Jurassic World from being built? Like they saw some crazy shit as kids. You think that their life goal would be like, this is never happening again. You know, like, I don't understand how it happened. Yeah. I don't know. 
you want to see that movie? You want to see the movie of the politics and (laughs) the protests? I want to see the order to the Law and Order special. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just these grandkids being like, no, they can't have the park. You know, because it's built on the same island. Spoilers, I maybe. Yeah, I don't way know, to Jurassic ruin everything. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. And, and my friend Andrew, who's also on our D&D podcast, he knows Luke is into dinosaurs. And he's like, well, I can't wait till she's old enough to watch Jurassic Park. I'm like, then she won't like dinosaurs anymore because they're, they kill people. They're monsters. Although movie. in the new Jurassic Park, one of the raptors is a friendly raptor, Blue. Oh, God, Blue. Blue Ugh. fights alongside Star-Lord. It's going to be a pretty awesome team up. That's ridiculous. But of course, I'm going to go see it in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I have a movie pass. I see everything in theaters now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have a movie pass and a zoo pa- Movie passes? Those things exist? Are you being serious? You don't know about... I'm not even going to engage in this. You know what movie pass is. I've, I know that you go to a movie theater and you buy tickets. I know that you can get a membership card or reward cards that they slide and after you go to so many movies you get a free popcorn you really don't know what movie pass is what the hell is it's from what yeah movie pass is you pay ten dollars a month they send you a debit card and you get to see one movie a day and you just swipe the credit card i mean you pay ten dollars a month to see unlimited movies wait that doesn't make any sense nikki because it costs more than ten dollars to see one movie anytime Exactly. The, the company is failing right now. <laughs> and like the last few days, like the stocks have gone way down. So like now I just have to see every movie that comes out before, before it crashes and burns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a little role play game. Let's talk about someone making the pitch for movie pass to a board of investors. Which oh side do you want to be? Do you want to be the investor or do you want to be the person giving the pitch? I want to be the investor. I'll start off. Oh my goodness. Do I have a way for you to invest your money? We're going to make millions. No, billions. In fact, we just may save the movie industry. Oh. You ready for this? I love money. Continue. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and we're going to have people pay for a membership. So they can see just one movie mm-hmm. every day. Not one movie a week, not one movie a month, mm-hmm. and definitely not two movies a day, but one movie a day if they want. Okay. I, I like what I'm hearing. And so this way, we don't have to have them spend money on movie tickets after movie tickets. Instead, they're just going to go up and they're going to swipe their movie pass card. Boom. Oh, I like that name. Good name. Good name. What else? Okay. So how much is this going to cost? Like 50 bucks a month? No. This is how we rake in the dough. Okay. They're going to spend 10 bucks a month. Uh, for 10 bucks a month plus five bucks for every movie they see? 10 bucks a month. One movie a day. As long as you keep paying 10 bucks a month. Uh, money, money, money. How, how are we going to make our money? Are we selling their information to companies? No. I mean, think about this. In a year, that's $120 for one member. Mm, uh, one movie at my AMC costs $14. This makes no sense. Let me ask you this question, though, sir, madam, with the money. Mm-hmm. 
Would you like to have a movie pass that will only cost $10 a month? <laughs> I would love that. See? You're sold. <laughs> and you uh, helped create Netflix. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I guess you could have all my money now. Wait, movie pass is from the same makers of Netflix? It's from one of the guys who did Netflix. I, that's got to be the reason people like invested in the first place. What movie theaters sign on to this? Or is it that they buy the movie ticket for you? Movie pass buys the ticket for you. They just eat that money. At a loss? Yeah. Why? What is going on? Because yeah, you, you have to download their app. You have to go to the movie theater and click what movie you're seeing at what time. And then they pay for it out of pocket. They pay full price to these companies and like some amcs have pulled out because they've like tried some shit with amc i guess but you can still go to most amcs and use your movie pass it sounds like netflix had to do this off of some lawsuit because they're killing movie theaters (laughs) and they said hey we feel bad we're gonna make sure movie theaters have money so this is our charity to keep movie theaters alive i know it's a charity i don't know how much longer it's gonna be around but I've got one. Donald gave me one for, my husband gave me one for Christmas, and I love it. What a cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's 10 bucks a month. That adds up. Yeah, that's 120 bucks a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's nice because like once a week when Luca goes to sleep, I just go to a movie. It's nice. We're off topic. Yeah, this sorry. is a podcast all about <laughs> games. It's a, hey, this is a game. It's how many movies can I see using my movie pass before it goes out of business. You're on Board With Life Adventures. Yes. You play board games quite regularly then, if you count role-playing games. Yes, if you count RPGs, I do. But yeah, I haven't played a real board game in, since, I think, February. I played. I did a Let's Play of uh, Plat Hat's Stuffed Fables. I was there because that was the same day we did the Psychology of Stuffed Fables. That's right, except for I didn't see you. Did I? No, no. I didn't see you. No, I specifically requested not to see you because I'm too much of a fan that I wanted to keep my cool. And I said, can I go out the back door while she comes in the front so we don't have to interact at all? Yeah, and then I just came in and started demanding certain snacks and drinks. You totally diva did up. Yeah. <laughs> you played Sean McCoy's role-playing game recently, Heist. That's correct, I did. And what was your character? Heidi Hadaman used to be in HR... For the government. She retired with full benefits. I've been married for a long time, but unfortunately I have a gambling habit. And so I have to resort to being a criminal to pay for that. Because I don't want my husband to know what I do on the side. (laughs) Heidi, how do you stop your husband from finding out that you're a world-class thief? I just turn on the TV. (laughs) He likes to watch TV and I go do other things. (laughs) see now donald is shaking his head on the couch and i don't know what that head shake means (laughs) what shoddy podcasts this guy's doing is interviewing people from other podcasts do voices from yet other podcasts he's making fun of you alan i can hear every little bit that he is saying (laughs) absolutely i'm trying to give you guys a nice pitch but if you guys don't want me to talk about your episode or your podcast that's no, right. talk about my podcast. That's what that's what we've been doing, Donald. No. Now Alan's saying shit about you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
So for the uninitiated, in the background, that is Donald Schultz, partner to our guest this episode, Nikki. And Donald's usually the GM for Board With Life Adventures, where they do role-playing games. But Nikki, you're saying you don't play a ton of tabletop games if you don't include role-playing games. I know, like, as a mom, it's easier for me to play video games than it is to play board games. Whoa, are you a video game player more than a board game player? Yeah, I've become one. What you been playing lately? I've recently just got off an addiction to Slay the Spire. I've never even heard of this. It's a PC game that's, it's not out yet. It's in, what's it called, Donald? Early Access. Early Access. Yeah. He was playing it. I'm like, this is just a freaking card game. So you're playing tabletop games on the PC. <laughs> It's a roguelike deck builder. Oh, cool. That sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, and you can play with several characters. And they have like daily runs where they just change certain aspects of it. I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy playing it. Is this available on Steam or is this through on its Steam, own server? Yeah. Oh, it's on Steam. Steam. Nice. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't feel bad. I have an addiction to Dead by Daylight. I play Dead by Daylight a lot. And I think you would like it too. Have you heard of Dead by Daylight? I have not. What is that? Oh, <laughs> prepared to be terrified. Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical game. You play either as one of four survivors or as the single overpowered killer. The survivors, well, they try to escape this hell-like level filled with generators. The survivors have to go ahead and repair five of eight generators scattered throughout this scary play environment. These generators then power a door, which is the only escape from your doom. <laughs> The killer's goal is pretty simple. All the killer has to do is stop them by hitting them with a weapon, picking them up, and hanging them on meat hooks. <laughs> the survivors have a third-person point of view so they can look around corners and whatnot, but the killer has a first-person perspective, and the first-person perspective is much more narrow. <laughs> The killers are overpowered. You can't stop the killer. The killer is faster, stronger, so it's a cat and mouse game. As a survivor, you're hiding around. You can hide in lockers, duck behind bushes, and it's terrifying. It's amazing. That's it's not the, like, Jason. It is. It's it's like it, Friday it the 13th, one? except it was before Friday the 13th came out. So this is pre-Friday the 13th. And in Friday the 13th, my understanding is you can fight back. Like there's a pocket knife where you can stab Jason uh, in the neck. Yeah. That, that game seems maybe too scary for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty intense. When we first got our PC, we got that alien game. I never even got to seeing the alien. I, I just knew there was an alien on the spaceship, and I was too scared to <laughs> continue playing it. Like, I was just crouching, and like even though I hadn't seen an alien yet, I can't do too scary. Are we bringing this conversation around full circle? Will you never go on a spacecraft because you've seen too many alien movies and played the game? My God, I would never, I would never go on a spacecraft because I'm scared of space. <laughs> Unless, like, the world was dying. 
I guess I would take my daughter dinosaur on the spacecraft. That's a great segue into uh, Sean McCoy. Not only did he write Heist, but he's also working on a game called Mothership, which is a sci-fi space horror thriller role-playing game. We're hoping to play on this podcast before Origins. Yeah, I Donald had mentioned that we were going to play that, hopefully. Oh, sweet. Because that sounds fun. I want in. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is why I brought you on, to obligate myself into Board with Life Adventures. You heard it here first. I will be playing an RPG on Board with Life Adventures. <laughs> Let me ask you, are you scared to go to any conventions? Gaming conventions? No, I like gaming conventions. You going to Origins, Gen Con, Board Game Geek? I'll be at BGG Con. It's hard, you know, having Luca to go to any of those. But in BGG, my mom comes down and watches her for the for the convention. So she gets some Grandma Luca time and Donald and I go, go play. Since that's in Dallas, you know, and we live in Dallas. It's easy for us. But I miss going to Gen Con. Gen Con misses you. Let's end this episode, Nikki. What do you say? Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds good to me. Nikki, do you want people to follow you on social media at all? They can. I don't tweet very often, but I'm at Nikki Schultz, N-I-K-I-S-H-U-L-T-S. Which I notoriously misspell all the time. Everyone does. You know, my real name's Nicole. I could change the spelling of Nikki, I guess, because everyone wants to spell it with two Ks. I could do that. Do you spell Nicole with a K? No, no, it's N-I-C-O-L-E. I don't know where my mom got N-I-K-I. Oh, your mom gave you your nickname and how to spell it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and she said, never change this or I won't be your mom anymore. It was really weird. Whoa. Yeah, that's my mom. Hey, if you want to write in, please email us, podcast at TuesdayNightGames.com. Or follow us on the tweets, at PlayTKG. And I think with that being said, this episode is... Over, 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 over. finished is what we usually say. I refuse to do anything else. (laughs) Okay, you're just going to do over? (laughs) That's fine. You got it. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of the Tuesday Night Podcast. A few points of order. First of all, the thanks. Thank you so much for being on this episode, Nikki Schultz. More importantly, thank you to all the mothers out there for doing your mama thing. (laughs) Without you, we wouldn't have a species. Speaking of which, we got Father's Day coming up next month, am I right? Yeah. But what should you know as a knave, knight, or noble? We've got a live recording of the Tuesday Night Podcast coming at Gen Con. You can get your tickets now while they last. It'll be Saturday night at 10 p.m. Why so late? For the past couple years, we've been doing it at about 7 or 8 o'clock. People are out to dinner. 
They've got other things going on. So we wanted it to be at 10 o'clock when nobody has an excuse for not being there. So get your tickets while you can. They are going. I think we have at this point 30 tickets left at the time of this recording. Also, you know what's coming soon? The Kickstarter for Matt Fantastics. That's not lemonade. It's the simplest press your luck game ever. <laughs> You're in for a treat. Interested in getting any of our previous games while supporting reviewers in the board gaming industry? I'm talking two rooms and a boom. Mm. I'm talking world championship Russian roulette. Ah, and I'm talking Theology of Games. Theology of Games is running an Indiegogo campaign right now where you can get our games at one of their pledge levels. Check it out. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you next time. Schuss. That's German for bye.